what's up everybody mike hey hi mike hey mike Hi. You gotta be so literal. It'll go right. Say hi, JT. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. And Verdell, I think he might be able to make it, but if not, that's okay. We've got something in store for him later, right? I'm, I'm sure I can figure something else out. I have a treat for you guys. It's a treat for me. Because it's just for my entertainment purposes only at this point. And our audiences. Hopefully they find this entertaining. Uh, <laughs> so I have some great questions for you guys. So um, as you recall, our last episode was Let's Talk. We kind of just talked about some random things. So I thought it would be fun to have a bit of a rapid fire session out some questions and you can answer it you don't have to go into detail if you don't want but yeah you don't have to go into detail you're it's open to but you can pretty much answer these for one time okay you ready is it good this is the first time everybody's gonna answer um everybody's gonna answer the question okay you well i mean you can okay so, since it's rapid fire, you can say pass. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, and so then it's just a quick pass. Okay, does that work? Yeah, that'll work. All right, just so you know, I'm not answering any of these. <laughs> I was just about to say, I was going to just pass it to you. <laughs> um, I might, I might, but I got to think about it. This is, this is my entertainment, people. It's my entertainment. Um, okay, so you ready? Okay, first question. What is a stock that you're most interested in getting or um, that you may have been interested in getting in the past and you've got it? Uh, so in the past, I had purchased some stock for Carvana when they first got started. And uh, I'm glad I did because the prices went up to like
also going to pass because I don't want my uh, <laughs> information to be misinterpreted as stock advice. Um, I do have a great story, but I'm going to take, um, can I give a good story? I'm going to take Jarrell's, uh, I'm security's license, so, so I'm just not going to give a good story. Can I do that? What kind of story? What do you mean? A stock story. I have an exper- a, a experience. This is pre-licensed. Oh, yeah. This is back from 2020. So this is like one of the early on stocks that I got. Um, so back in 2020, I was like, you know, I think it'd be a good time for me to dab a little bit. So, um... I, I heard news about the whole TikTok and Oracle thing. So I was listening to a podcast that told me about it. So I said, you know, I think I'm going to give this one a shot. And so I I think I just got like a share or two just to kind of just see. And I will say that past, so since then, Oracle share did improve just because of, you know, they the purchase of TikTok went through. Or you know, not the person TikTok, but the the, the the housing of their data, and so with that, their um, pro, their projected profits um, increased, and so because of that good news, the share had gone up, and so I, I always felt like that was a win. I was like, ah, so this is that feeling that you get when you get shared, you know, like when people dabble in the trading and something goes well, and they feel that adrenaline rush, like ah. So yeah, that was a that one I felt pretty good about. But as of now, I haven't been dabbling in this one. So, okay. Well, good job. We all look. See, that wasn't so bad, right? No, that wasn't bad. That, okay. wasn't that, was, just, that was just the first one, though. So. Yeah, I was about to say, this is the first question, though. That's usually the easy one. Oh, you think so? No, I think it, I think it, it gets a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Okay.
said by the harvest that you reap. Yeah, by the harvest that you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Seeds that you plant. I like that. That's good. And, and what's the point of that? What is that? What is that telling you to do? It's telling me that each day I must, um, because it's saying you reap what you sow, right? Of course, you know that's a biblical verse, but um, you reap what you sow. So if you really believe that, then every day instead of trying to um, figure out what lands I have or the things that I have inherited or you know whatever, it's about the work that I put in. So even like I know we've been talking about golf a lot lately, right? So even with golf, it's not about if I had a good day playing golf. It's about that I put the work in. Where you did, and then in hindsight, you go, Why did I even work 
they normally want to do something uh, that they want to do and they're excited about doing it and it's something that's kind of going against the grain whether that's uh, going back to school getting, getting a new degree uh, at a you know not, not, not like at the normal age but like let's say you're 30 and you're trying to go back to school to get another degree or you're trying to start a new business or you know you want to I don't know you want to do something that's kind of against the grain and I noticed that a lot of times a lot of people will listen to people who they really shouldn't be getting advice from because if you look at their life they don't even have what you're trying to get right and I see it so so often because usually those people that you're seeking advice from they may not say it out loud, but a lot of them are jealous. A lot of them are envious of what you're trying to do in life. And so it's a lot easier for them to, in order for them to not face what they got going on, which is not much a lot of times. In order for them to not face it, they'll discourage someone else from trying to reach towards the dream. Because it's easier for them to, to discourage you than it is for them to get their own life together. And they don't say it out loud, you know, this is the reason why I'm telling you this. They don't say that, but subconsciously, that's what they do. They're sabotaging you and your dreams so they can feel better about where they are. That's what they're doing. And if you have something that you want to do in life, like I would, I mean, I would suggest you either one, you know, you seek counsel from someone who who has what you're looking for or what you're going for, or you know, if you believe in a higher power, like such as I, then you know, you talk to you talk to your I know I need to watch my eating 
blah 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 and when I go talk to a friend about it maybe this friend loves food I'm not going to go talk to that person that loves food and try to have them convince me about how to get on a diet <laughs> but I'm going to go to them if I you know like uh, you know I know I probably need to go to someone else who's more clean eating and blah 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 but I'm going to go to this person because they're going to make me feel good about my decision to want to continue I think one thing to think about when getting good advice, just through my experience, most of the time people give you good advice, it requires homework. Uh, what I've noticed is it's not them handing out uh, a full meal, so to speak. Like they're going to hand you out the next ingredient, but you have to go get the rest. And, and that's how you can kind of tell it's good advice because they're not trying to, they're, they're trying to get you to a place to where, okay, yeah, I want to help you out. But at the same time, I have to make sure that you're going to do the work, right? Because otherwise, if I help you out and get you to that point, you won't stay there. You're going to fall short. You're going to mess up. You're going to do something that, that might mess up you, your family, or whatever. But oftentimes, good advice has been somebody come to me for like medical advice I'm like dude I am not like you're talking to the wrong person I miss self-diagnose myself every day like I'm not the person now if you need advice for something like you know stuff that I'm good at like money and different stuff like that then yeah absolutely I, I can give you advice on that stuff all day long but like that's just how I am but I'm like you Jenna like I, 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 I try to self I try to check myself if somebody come to me about like doing something that I feel like would be outside of my my strength, you know, I try not to uh, either I don't say anything about it at all, or I, I still will encourage it. Like for example, if someone came to y'all and was like, "Hey, um, I'm thinking about traveling to the moon. I want to go to the moon." Like in your head, you're probably like, "You're not. <laughs> you're like, it's no way. You're not going to the moon." Right? But when you think about it, why would you discourage them? There has been people who have went to the moon 
and maybe you don't you wouldn't want to go or you don't have the ability or whatever the case may be you know but don't discourage them if they if that's their dream they want to you know they want to go to the moon like don't discourage them so that's just the way I look at it. I, I, I never want to step on anybody else's dreams and what they want to achieve. I never, I never. So if I don't know anything about it, I don't talk about it. And if, and if it's something I feel like I couldn't do, I'm still going to support it. And that's my process too, because if you think about everything that's been accomplished throughout history, at some point those people went and sought advice, right? And the person that they went to advice for probably didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But, and I'm glad that they were able to encourage them even without that knowledge so they can accomplish what they did because, yeah, it could be somebody saying, I mean, think about Elon Musk talking about for years he's trying to go to Mars. And, I mean, the things he's putting in places to get, to, to implement implement that and stuff like that. And maybe we might not see that in the next, you know, it might be after our time or whatever, but the simple fact that, let's say, if he would listen to somebody who told him, nah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, definitely you, you, you gotta be careful with that um, but yeah and I would also say that if you don't know um, then like so what what I've done in situations where I, somebody came to me about something that I didn't know about of course if it was something about something that they wanted to do of course I'd try to institute the companies and then you know I'd tell them hey I'm looking at, you know, this is what I want to do, and this I'm doing this, and I'm gonna go here, 
and I'm gonna go talk to this person, I'm gonna go get this done. So how would you be able to give that advice? Like, would it be really so wrong to say like, I've been there. I would. In this specific situation. I wouldn't do them like that. Like, literally, if somebody came to me with something where I'm like, yeah, you're going to have a hard time getting that because of the situation that you're in. You know what I would do? I would literally tell them, hey, if you want to get a house, here's the steps that it's going to take to be able to get a house. You're going to have to have a lot of cash. You know, if you ain't ain't paying cash, you're going to have to get financed. If you can't get financed, man, we're going to have to work on your credit. If you, if you have decent credit and you can get approved on a loan, then you're going to have to have a down payment and closing costs, right? So I would break the process down to them and tell them what they, exactly what they need in order to get whatever they're looking to get. And then I would say, okay, where are you? You see what I'm saying? So like me personally, and that's a situation that I would be able to help in. So it's a little bit different. My advice would be a little different there. Yeah. But I would pretty much show them the steps. And then try to help them be able to put stuff in order to get what they want. Because I truly feel like it's not much in this life that if you aspire to get or be, or whatever the case may be, it's not much in life that you couldn't achieve if you had the will to go do it. So if they were like, hey, I want to get this house. And I'm like, well, I'm letting you know, like you're going to need at least $40,000 for the down payment and closing costs. Then I'm going to say, hey, if you really want it, Hey, let's put a plan together, and if I can't do it, I help. I get you know match them with somebody else who I know could, and put a plan together and get that money. Yeah. Because that's what you want. You see, like I said, it's that's a situation where I would be able to help in, and then I would be able to lead and guide a person to what they want to get. But I never would smash their dreams and be like, oh, you can't get that house, even if I couldn't get it. Uh, that's true. That's true. So it kind of it actually sounds like now that I think about like what JT was saying about homework. Because it's one thing just to be like, nah, you can't do it. That's it. But then it's like, I don't know, but let's go, let's let's do some work. Let's review. Let's see what it takes. And I, I think showing them the numbers also introduces the reality to their dreams. Exactly. You know, and balance because you need to have that. Uh, simply because when they see those numbers and then they look at their accounts and see what they got saved, see what they got in their bill account, however they got things set up, then it, then it starts to kick in. And hopefully not in a discouraging way, but it starts to kick in like, okay, right now I'm not ready, but I could be later on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like JT said, it introduces reality to them, and then they'll probably come back and be like, you know what? I was wanting to get this, but I'm thinking this is going to be a better Uh, so I think 
process and let them know, hey, this is step one, this is step two, this is step like you have to do these things. No matter where you are in life, you have to do these things in order to get a house. And not, not just the house you want, but a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then they start asking themselves, like you said, let's say they said, uh, originally, I want to get this 3,000 square foot house, right? And then as they do the homework, they realize, technically, for me and how many people I have living with me, I probably only need like, what, 1,800 to 2,000 or whatever. And I don't need this extra stuff because we really do. Like, they start understanding, like, what they really need to have in their house and then start to understand, like, oh, I only wanted this because I used to watch Cribs growing up watch these shows and all this other stuff and I wanted that lifestyle but now I realize I don't really need that to be happy yeah that's a good that's a good one oh uh, you know you get everything and on the front end you get like you always get what you want on the front end you have nothing to look forward to you know what I mean you yeah look, you have nothing that's, that comes with anything if you always get stuff getting to you or you just always be able to get like the, you know like what you want like you would never yeah, I just feel like
But you know, one thing that I thought about, um, kind of to circle back to like the quote, the quote thing, something that I heard about dreams, and to you all's point, you never said like, okay, don't crush anyone's dreams just because it's not attainable right now. Um, and well, one thing that someone said about dreams that I heard was like, if you tell someone your dream and they don't laugh, you probably didn't dream big enough. That's a good quote. Should have brought that one up. That's a good one. I just did. Oh, <laughs> wait, but it's good. That's good. Well, no, because I guess it, just to kind of to wrap it up, and it's just perspective um, on not only just where you seek advice, but also what are you prepared to receive from advice, and then also how are you ready to give that advice when someone comes your way, like keeping different things into perspective. In, in perspective, because. Like, okay, in receiving advice, if you really want to dream big and you have that quote in your head, if they're not laughing, then you're not dreaming big enough so you can dream bigger, right? But it never says, so, and if there's people that's knocking it, then you're doing a pretty good job. So there's just another reason to keep on pushing, right? And then, so even if you do accidentally go into the wrong crowd, right, seek that advice. And then vice versa, it's like, if someone comes to you and you're like, that's crazy. Moon? The moon? The moon. <laughs> then, then you might be like, you know what? If I don't hit the moon, then maybe at least I'll give him a space right. Or even if you're on the flip side, it's like, wow, they're really dreaming big. Let me see what I can do to, I don't want to discourage them exactly, but it's, it, it may not be attainable right now, but what can we do to get to there? Just because you had the nerve to, to dream that big. Yeah, and when you think about it, and you, and you think about the progression of the world and the stuff that we have today, I mean, like JT said, somebody thought about that stuff. Somebody said, I, I wonder, I, I would like to do this. Or, you know, they they they, they dreamt. Dream. They dreamt. They, they really dreamt that big. And then they were able to achieve it. Well, of course, with the help of, uh, help of other people. But they were able to achieve it. So, never, I, I mean, to, to your point, that's what's going to help the world. Not your little small thinkers. <laughs> you small thinkers. Small-minded individuals. <laughs> well, cool. I mean, any other thoughts on that? Nah. I it, it just made me think about that one quote where some, some guy said uh, when they were talking about making computers faster and hold more storage, he was like, thing we would ever need is two megabytes of, of storage <laughs> more than that and it's like bro i got a flash drive <laughs> it's like 30 or 40 gigs you know what i'm saying <laughs> now the thing is your iphone will lock up if you if, if you got you can have like 10 10 megs it's gonna lock up like you ain't got no storage I'm like sure. i still got something left like you can't put nothing on this <laughs> that is funny <laughs> you can't even send a text message Back to, back to them floppy disk days mm-hmm. where, where you you can only put what like two or three word documents on a on a, on a floppy disk yeah and that's word process okay so now I mean I got one more question for y'all yes it's one more question uh, rapid question um what was a moment 
got married December 20th, 2020. And this made me smile and cry, right? So I was sitting at the altar. Well, I was standing at the altar because I, I got legs dysfunctional. So I was standing at the altar and I was, uh, my daughter was actually like the, uh, just like the flower girl. She had this little dress on. And of course, uh, I had to see She had she has cancer and she said she was on a video she's in the bed and she was like hey she's like y'all I'm 96 years old she's like y'all y'all pray for me you know and she she talked about uh she talked about you know her having cancer and stuff but the part that made me smile was she was like she said yeah I got cancer she's like but I, I'm 96 years old she said but she said I, like basically she was just saying like Yeah. 
started dancing out of nowhere. There was no music being played. Uh, and it wasn't like a light dancing like she was into it. So I was like, okay. And like, we just kind of laughing and stuff like that. But just little small goofy moments. I mean, <laughs> I think a moment that made me smile, well, honestly, so I just came from out of town um, for work, and I was just happy to be picked up by my husband today and to have made it home, and so it made me smile that I was able to relax on the couch with him, and, and I think even though my, my flight was canceled, I ended up having to wait overnight to get to the flight. But at least I knew that I was safe and sound on the ground and I was able to make it back safely. So um, I think that, for me, that was my, my, my happy moment. My smiling moment was recent. I, I smiled too, just in case y'all don't know. <laughs> but this ain't about us. <laughs> we know you smiling. Jenna, I'm so glad you're back. Jarrell been hitting me up the entire time. I was sad and stuff, so I'm so glad that you're back. <laughs> Yes, exposing. <laughs> yes, yes. He was so mad when I told him the flight was canceled. He was more mad than I was. He said, "What?" I was like, "These I dogs I gotta, need their mom." I guess I got. I guess I got to blow this candle out. <laughs> but y'all made me smile too. I enjoy these podcasts. Y'all just. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I got one more. And I think this all made us smile. So Thursday night, we talked to a recipient of our scholarship. And I think, so she's all the way from California. Enoma. I believe it's her first name. I could not pronounce her last name. Okay. Enoma. Thank you. I don't want to butcher it. But she made us smile because, uh, first of all, so excited because like our the things that we envisioned for Geo and it wasn't even like when we started Geo we didn't envision the whole scholarship thing but now things just kind of started to come into fruition as it progressed and to be able to award um, finances to a deserving high school senior this all the way in California that heard about Geo
Peace.